Wow, Jay, I like that. You them on them on them What song? Who was that? Share it with the people. What, who, what and who was that? That was "Upon My Mind" by Malik Berry. See, Jason becoming through. Yeah, I mean the exclusives. I'm still listening to the same five songs from <laughs> ten years ago. But Jason, he keeps me up on the things that are new. I like that song. Got to send it to me, maybe. So, Jay. How is life? Life is great. Life is, you know, life is going great. Yeah, we won't get too much into ourselves uh, this episode. <laughs> Just know things are going well. Um, we're going to jump right in. You caught us on a late night and we, we got to go. A late night freak. <laughs> so we're going to get right into, uh, of course, we're Housewives of Miami um season four episode five wow we should have a moment of silence for the fact that i got that right <laughs> finally did the season and episode right guys we're growing every week on this podcast every week every week um so we jump right let's just jump right in um the first scene that we get into it is of julia martina and of course they're discussing the Multiple incidents from her birthday party. <laughs> and um, you could just tell they were kind of on opposite ends of the argument. I felt. And I kind of also, you know, I spoke on this before in another episode. I feel like Martina plays it cool a lot of the times. You know, like she could make a big deal, but she doesn't for Julia. Right. And I mean, personally, I would have lit her ass on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would have dragged her out back and gave her a cool town beat. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like... You out here, just like she said, she's like, we've been together 12 years, you never even rubbed my feet. Like, what? That's crazy. Like, she's a tennis player. (laughs) (laughs) Can we have a moment of silence for that type of clarity? I mean, that you only get here on the real best friends of Rhode Island. Are you kidding me? Exactly. That is ugly. That's like, wow. That is ugly. The ultimate treachery. That's what we were saying back, talking about episode three, where... Martina just sits there and lets a lot of stuff fly that really should not just be flying. Like, I would have been heated. Yeah, my foot would have been right on my man's neck. Army style. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You ain't rubbing other chicks' feet? Like, what's wrong with you? I would have lit... I'd be in prison right now, guys. No, what kills me is, at the dinner, she was more upset at Adriana. Like... Yeah, Martina, I felt like that was like a classic classic example of deflecting. Like, you want to be mad at A, but you can't, so you're going to turn it to B. Yeah, so it's her birthday. <laughs> right, and I mean, I think that's beautiful. Like, that, Martina's such a good partner. Like, I honestly am starting to be, like, on the Julia hate train. Because I'm starting, look, I'm, I'm going to be the conductor of it. Because it's kind of like, Julia, why are you doing Martina like this? No, She is no. doing nothing but loving you, standing by you, being a loyal, great partner. I love me some Martina. Team Martina. No, for real. For my girl plays it playa. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, she checked the heck out of Adriana's stupid self. Um, but um, yeah, that was just a whole thing. And they did discuss the whole foot massage situation, which again, Jay, just like you said, that's asinine to think that you have a partner of years that you haven't done something that you do to somebody who's a new friend, allegedly. I mean, I think new lover, but mm. that's another episode. In another season, probably. Probably season next season. Season five. Um, because it's crazy. I mean, even how she described her. She's Latin, sexy, cool. You know, Julia trying to make everything okay. She's like, no, she just has a playful way, you know. We're just rubbing each other as friends. It's right, like, right. girl, shut it down. You know, and as much as Martina just always kind of seems cool and, it, and tries to seem unbothered, I can tell, like, because, again, I'm psychic, guys, that... <laughs> She's hurting by that. I mean, any rational person would have yeah. heated. But I would have been heated, and especially to say that, like, because first of all, and it was the way Geardy or whatever was like. Geardy was presenting it. 
Yeah. In front of all those women, I would have been pissed. I personally yeah. would have shut the dinner down. Yeah, it was a bro style. No, seriously, and exactly. And check out episode four for kind of our thoughts on that in depth. But yeah, definitely shutting it down immediately instead. Um. But yeah, very telling, very very telling. I I felt bad for um, Martina at the dinner, after the dinner, you know, and in this scene. Um, then we moved on to Geordie and her man Russell, and that's kind of their first time to shine, so to speak, on um, <laughs> within this uh, season. Um, they kind of we uh, we learn that they've been together since they were kids. Um, she describes it as you know the dorky person linking up with the cool person, which I'm like, Geordie, you think you're cool? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was crazy to me. I'm like, uh, what about what you got going on? Is like you're the cool girl. I mean, you're the girl with the coins, maybe with the connections, possibly, but cool. I never. Crack. That was never you. Just like everything Adriana read her down for last episode was, just like I said, <laughs> it was right on point. Like. <laughs> She didn't miss a beat. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't miss a step. Okay, she didn't miss a beat. <laughs> and that was very that was very much what I was feeling every time Gary came on set. But <laughs> you know you know The energy you, shifted every I was time. Like, oh like I'm glad someone said it. That's all I'm saying. No, honestly. It's very much like and her her husband is he looks he seems like a nice guy. He seems very like sweet and level headed. Yeah. He's fine too. Yeah, he he yeah, for real. He got that serious look like my man that all the girls love. <laughs> and guys too. Um they love that. They love that serious, mysterious look. He does have that like I may be your husband, I may also work for the CIA. I don't know. Yeah, whichever yeah. one. Um, but he's looking good. Um, and uh, it is at this kind of sit down where Garrity talks to Russell about Adriana and Julia's event. Um, and just kind of shares her thoughts of how she felt attacked and that whole thing. Um, and yeah, you know, I guess there is a little bit of truth to that. Adriana, I feel like she was put on the spot. So of course, like, you know, just kind of lashed out. But again, we'll dive into that. We do dive into that in the previous um, episodes. So kind of check that out. Um, but she did speak to the fact that her brother died in an earthquake in Haiti, which horrible. Um, really sad to hear it and really unfortunate. Um, just hope that she doesn't lean on this as the storyline to carry her through the season. Hate to think that every time with every topic, but that's where we tend to go here. Um, you know, and um, and I mean, she did tie it into like that's her reason for working hard and. Um, yeah, and I like that she kind of talked to the fact of, like, she really, you could tell she really loves Russell, you know what I mean? And they've been together so many years, it's a real relationship. It's not one of these, like, concocted housewives, uh, contractual agreements. It's a real thing, um, and I, and I like, you know, that moment when she was kind of shedding the light of, um, her husband being, like, the good guy in her life and being, like, the light and all the darkness she's kind of faced with her brother and all that. Right. And, um, I can, I can... I can relate to that. Uh, I would say, Matthew, you're listening. You're my light, darling. Oh, God. In the storm that is life, you do bring me out of the shadows. Okay, moving on to the next scene. Um, We have... <laughs> oh, my God. I had to stop for that. I had to give my man a shout because I want to see if he's actually listening. This is the thing, guys. I'm doing a little thing where I ask Matt if he's listening. Um, and, yeah. I ask him if he's listening. And when he does listen, if he does listen, he'll hear these. And so I'll bring it up like, hey, did you hear my shout out? I'll be like, hey, did you like the episode? Anything special about it? And if he doesn't say anything special, I know he hasn't watched. So anyway, it's a it's a whole kind of like we set out a trap, wait for it to capture. You know what I mean? Hope he doesn't ever, you know, type of a thing. To see if he's up on the episodes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> move. See, Jason, like you can't let me just move on to the next scene. Like this is the stuff. You know, I get to talk about my man. I can't stop. All right. So then we move on to Marisol and Steve. 
her husband, which I feel like there's just like two hippies in the woods, like naked, like right, just like a like, weird. It's like the first time we've seen him. Yeah, it's like Michael Jackson when he was with like mm. Mariah Carey. It was like, what the heck is going on here? It's just super weird and crazy. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say Mariah Carey. Oh, I don't know. Like somebody. Oh, Lisa Presley. Like it was like what? Oh yeah. Yeah, that like you know what I mean. It's like yeah, that was very a dog walking on its hind legs. It's just crazy as hell. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, at that point they meet up with Alexia and Todd, who take a long time and you get to see kind of Marisol and Steve's dynamic a little bit, which seems to be getting drunk to be able to be around each other and be mm. fun. They look um, like they have fun though. They do look like they have fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they really do. It was funny to me when she kept saying the cocks. The oh cocks. yeah, yeah, yeah. We and need the cocks. Like, she's like, yeah, you like the cocks? And he was like, yeah, baby. I was like... <laughs> She's like, we love the cocks. I was like, okay, she's trying to tell us something. Or... This is ridiculous. Yeah, and she was referring to cocktails, guys, for those who aren't, you know, haven't caught up with the episode. Um, and it's at this point that they, uh, once Alexia does come, because she only comes, what, 25 hours later, after they've already been, you know, Marisol's damn near tossed and has to get picked up from the table <laughs> by the time she gets there. But, you know, they get there. Um, and they discuss The Bachelor and Bachelorette, and of course they're shading Garrity at this point. Um, uh, and it just becomes a whole thing, and they kind of discuss the fact that they can't find a location, and that's when Alexia kind of shares that she feels like she may be dragging her feet subconsciously, and that the problems with her son may be the barrier to kind of getting married and that sort of thing. Which, I mean, as we've... honest. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like Alexia is what every person should be in a situation that you're not happy with and you want to change. Completely open and honest throughout the, you know, right or wrong, she's open with her husband right. as to where she's at with stuff. And I right. feel like that's so important within everything, you know. Um, And we move on to Adriana and Larsa. And this was funny because uh, Adriana comes over to Lars's home basically for them to do a teenager powwow in the living room to set up each other's OnlyFans accounts. Um, it, it was just, it was it was a trip. Uh, I feel like it really spoke volumes to kind of like how Lars spends her days trying to like pimp herself out and figure out <laughs> where her next meals in dollars coming from. Though, like, it's crazy. Like, that's like, I feel like this is the quintessential, like, you seem rich, but you're really poor. Like, you know what I mean? That's Either that or... That I feel like leaving Scotty definitely like she knew like I'm leaving my paper which I I can feel that I feel you know that situation where you know when you leave somebody you're gonna be in a way different financial situation but you have to choose you and I feel like that's what Lars is doing but she's not doing it humbly she still wants to be like stunt queen you know what I mean right. so that it's so it's not giving what it's supposed to have gave if that makes sense so she goes to the OnlyFans and sells feet pics for five dollars <laughs> <laughs> right um but like adriana was like what which i can totally see when they were talking about that about selling the feet pics and stuff and adriana was like i'm doing mine for way more like i'm not selling this for five dollars and last was like she'd be lucky to get five dollars <laughs> <laughs> no exactly and and that's Lars is a trip i mean they're in the living room it, 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 they all seem awkward with each other, you know, originally. I mean, they kind of settled in as the scene went on. But, you know, once Kiki came, and that was interesting too, right? So Kiki comes and immediately is like, Sophia, girl I met one time who's like 10 years old, take my daughter, take my baby. Yes, yes, yes. Bring her in the next room. You're the mom now. Like, that was like, okay. And they all banded together again, like super like super uh, power rangers um, to do the OnlyFans and set up their accounts. <laughs> Just to get the people caught up to speed. That was the whole point. Uh, yeah. Put the kids in the other room. <laughs> and I and I did feel like Larsa, like she was getting caught up in her lies with like the like, oh, you know, for different things you get different amounts for it. So that way like uh, you can't like exactly pin down how much money she's really bringing in or isn't bringing in. It's like, exactly. oh, well, there's always like like one might be a million, the other one like maybe like $2, but like, you know, different <laughs> different amounts, you know? Different amounts. <laughs> and that means she was sitting there dissing Adriana, like you were saying, talking about, uh, you know, her pictures and she'd be lucky to get, you know. I mean, she was definitely coaching like a pimp with the thought captions. No, she was. She was. She's like, Mike, just put, like, my feet are moist. Like, that's, like, what you gotta put. Like, just, like, the feet are moist. Like, you know. 
<sighs> like she's a trip. And, yes, really and that was like so cringy when the baby came out of nowhere just like running because again from the little girl she's never met before probably before this scene where right. your mom's just like here go be with her like and it was who was it It was adriana that was like i don't really feel like we should be talking about this in front of the kids exactly and that's when Lars is like i tell my kids everything <laughs> you know like, i just don't keep it for my kids like i just think it's like for like um adults like 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 a thing that like parents do like kind of like pto but like online um it's like baby girl i'm sure they realize what only fans is i mean these kids they could teach you some stuff right the youngest is 13 right let's not yeah it's one of those where it's like you're lying to us but you're lying to you it's same you know what right. i mean like, i just tell them it's like an adult website like <laughs> which is <laughs> that's just crazy to me like it's crazy but we, we know that we know my thoughts on on that um and we move on to nicole and sorrel her mom again boring 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 talk about her family boring her dad mm. is her storyline officially no, at this point seriously. um you know she kind of speaks to the fact that she feels disconnected from her dad has nothing to talk about with him though can talk about him for a storyline and a check um she talks about really just like not really ever having the opportunity to build a relationship with him and feeling like he never really cared to do that and I just am kind of like, though I feel you, Nicole, on that end of it, it's like, it's just not cool to use your dad as a storyline. Like, you just, it screams like you don't care about him, so it's like, yeah, let's use that. Like, who cares? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was just, it was just giving, like... Like, they knew you, because you have to have something to talk about. Right. It was giving villain with a trench coat. I mean, <laughs> no, the way you were throwing your own papa under the bus. And I mean, the mom was just kind of like, please, you know, don't hold grudges. She's like, please, do you, have you met me? I'm Nicole, baby. I, I hold a grudge. Um, so it's just a whole thing. Um, and again, she goes over the fact that, uh, you know, like the financial situation her mom was in in the past. And one thing I can say that that, that scene kind of made me think was kind of how much it can be overlooked, how deeply poverty can be emotional. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just just how much poverty can be an emotional situation because I mean anybody who's come from poverty or is in poverty, you you can feel exactly where I'm coming from with that. And it's multifaceted in it. You know, it is something that you will bring you to tears if you're in that depth of poverty. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I I sometimes couldn't get the <laughs> sweatpants you know that i wanted or whatever like you know what i mean it's kind of like a different thing from like i couldn't eat like you know what i mean so i can't speak to kind of her emotionality around it but i'm just kind of like i hope it's not just storyline 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 um and it just very much screams like she can't get past her past type of thing you know no really which she's definitely hiding something yeah like nicole get definitely gives me like (laughs) (laughs) I love how that was your finding. You're like, she's definitely sneaky. <laughs> she, she does. She gives me, like, sneaky vibes. Like, she is not as clean as she's trying to present herself to be. Her yeah. and her man got something going on. Period. Um, period. Yeah. Right. Honestly, if Jason is right, he will get $5 from me. I'm placing a bet right now. Because I honestly... Actually, I'm going to give you the 5 because I believe you already. <laughs> Definitely, Nicole, we're on to you, and you're going down. You're fucking going down. Going down. Um, and, you know, then we move on to Adriana and Jacob, and they're driving a car to look at cars, and Jacob's looking good, must say. Older guy, dreads. He was cute. He was cute. Um, and I must say, Adriana keeps some cuties around her. Kind of, you know, like, she is... It's crazy. My girl's giving very pimp energy, but yet a girl, yet a woman. Like, you know, I love to see it in a sense, but then it's like, she just does so much. And then I'm like, okay, pipe down, Adriana. No, for real. Um, And that's, again, when she reminds us us of her four-month rule, in which case now I'm thinking, are you reminding us so that we can believe you and it can become true? Or is this what really goes on? Right. Because now it's being brought up so much. I'm just kind of like, okay, you said that already so many times. Got it. My thing is... What else? What are the ramifications of this four month rule? Like, are we being realistic here? Like, do you think that you're dealing with somebody, quote unquote, dating them 
they obviously is of the under- understanding that you have to wait at least four months to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Do you think while you're dating other people that they're not? Right. Like, what? and then what? what is it after the four months? Do you need to give me, like, a clean bill of health? Um, what is it? Like, is it just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what else? What else? Is it, is it just, oh, yeah, four months? Like, because <laughs> I know dudes will do anything to smash. And then once they do, that's that. Like, it don't matter how long you make a wait. Right. The intentions are always going to be the intentions. Yeah, Very like, true. Very so true. Like, I mean, you got this childish rule for what? Right. Exactly. To convince, like I said, to convince yourself or somebody else. So, very interesting. He's running as a psycho. And then on top of that, okay, you make both dudes wait four months. Then what? Is You're smashing like, both of them? Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it just came full circle. It was like that moment, it just clicked. I was like, she's smashing both of them. Like, wow. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm still my options open, you know? Like. She's very crazy. But I must say, Adriana does have a fun and very, like, sexy, playful way about her. And I think that's what like, keeps her likable despite her crazy-ass antics. Like, it's crazy. Um, Attention-seeking. Very much so. And she's serving that up as she looks at the cars and kind of does the whole thing with her man or her boo. Um, shortly after, Julia arrives. And, of course, she's acting like a scorned lover. I mean, she's... Uh. You know, it's just ridiculous. Her face is just, she's like, mm, kind of being like short with the guy. It's like, she's like, oh, are you cold? You know, because he had on a blazer with no right. shirt underneath. That was hilarious. Right. I was like, mm, I don't know if everybody <laughs> caught that shade, but I did. I was like, okay, Julia. Chicken chest. <laughs> Very much. She was giving him Johnny Bravo. <sighs> um, But uh, that's when Adriana kind of throws out the idea of a threesome jokingly i forget how she does it but she's kind of like oh you know like the three of us you know oh threesome. in the car because she was getting her car yeah she's like she was like you drive and i'll sit on your lap julia it'll be a threesome and then you know julia's face is all red like oh are you gonna do it right after this or <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know like she's just so open and ready, ready. i just can't so with her because of course right after that she's in the confession i was like i am open to men and women you know <laughs> very much so very open very very real um you know and um and that's when julia and adriana discussed garrity and she kind of admits she was upset when she was called out and adriana talks about being willing to work it out with garrity um but kind of like you know like we can be cordial but i ain't i ain't messing with you right um and she does end up buying a car that she did look at right at. Like she just like went to look at it. I was like, I like that. I'm buying it. Done. Don't know where the funds came from. Don't care. Go ahead, Adriana. But I did notice she picked the cheaper option. She didn't even once. Like if because he said the prices of the cars. The first one she looked at was sixty k. The second one was twenty k. Yeah. And she was just like, I'll take it now. Oh, okay. Give the other one another second look. Okay, so you feel like it was more about the price. Because I thought it was like some tie to like her father had that car, or maybe. I mean, it could be both. Like, it was your father's car in his shape. Yeah. But either way, I felt it was a boss move. My girl was just in there, like, yep, getting this car done. Right, I mean, 20K on a car, I don't got it. But. Yeah, right. Very much. Yeah. Probably will never happen. Do it like a show PD. Um, so then we move on to Alexia and Todd, um, her fiance in the living room, and they're talking about her mom, and her health is declining. And um, he just seems so jerky to me at that point. Yeah, he's, he, he, I don't know. I don't know. Like, my thing is always, I see, I don't understand how people are getting married three or four times. Like, why? Why, like, at that point, it's like, I can see somebody like alexia should have nicole's perspective on it like why get married again and so she's like this is the wedding i always wanted (laughs) (laughs) the the fifth one the wedding of my dreams even though the other guy was a millionaire like girl giving Mm. very much desperate like another attention seeker like i never thought of that he doesn't seem like a very affectionate dude i think that's what it is about him is he doesn't 
he doesn't seem like that. I mean, maybe that's like Italian man. I think he's very like sometimes when you're very just like um, blunt, bluntness can be kind of minced with rudeness in a sense. And I feel like he's just very like, but very jerky. I don't know, like like the little comments he was making. He's just like, I don't know if it's good for you, then go ahead and do it. Like, yeah. right? Like, I don't. Very like, like I don't know. Not how I thought he would be with how Alexia kind of talked him up. Like she's just like, I love my fiance. He's the love of my life. And so it's kind of like exactly. this this freaking jerk jerk guy. Chuck <laughs> <Trick> Wad, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was very crazy. He um, seems very rude. Like he seems like some. I yeah, don't know, like he seemed very, very rude in first impressions on on the show. Um, because that kind of was like the first scene that we see of them two in in depth. I felt um where we kind of got like a good look at who he kind of was, and um they shortly after went ring shopping, and he tells um her that he talked to. Um, talked to Peter and they had a good conversation and they're hoping to have and they were hoping for a good relationship. Um, yeah, and you know, me. yeah, and she basically reiterated the fact that if they can't work it out, there is no marriage. You know, right? Which, how do you feel about that? I think the whole thing is, I mean. You're still going through with the plan. Like, to me, it's like, he ain't buying it either way. Like, I think on his end, he's probably like, yeah, whatever. Okay, whatever you want, I'll do. Like, in terms of that. But it's also like, on the situation, he's like, I ain't budging. Yeah. Which, to me, I'm like, how do you not... Like, how do you enter a marriage with that type of exactly. energy? Exactly. And then on top of that, it's like this whole situation, his energy hasn't changed about the whole situation. Seeing that it's brought you, broken up your whole family, mm-hmm. his energy hasn't changed. He pretty much is like, yeah, I just want to get married. Right. So whatever you need to do to get married, we can do that. Pretty much. Yep. And that's how you can tell he wants just Alexia, really. Like, he's like, whatever, you got your kids, you got this, blah, 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 fine, I'll take it. Right. But he do, he's not sincere about it, you know, because I feel when a man is sincerely tied to the woman he's with and her kids, whether they, they be his or not, those types of approaches, right. they don't happen. So, you know, just, you know, a little bit of insight there. But then we move on to Lisa and Larsa, and they're out for dinner. And Lisa's speaking very highly of her, you know, as far as Larsa. And I feel like Larsa's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she like looked up to her in a sense I of like Lisa. fame. I, I like Lisa too. Um, She looks like she has a lot of work done and very, you know, good but poor at the same time. I don't know. It's it's weird because she's not that old. Is she? I mean, how old is Lisa? Is Lisa? I don't know. That's a good question. We should look into that. She can't be that old. She has had two kids. Yeah. Because Larsa is like, what, 40? She must be like 30, late 30s, early 40s. Look it up. Look it up, Jay, while we, while we kind of scroll uh, for the people to get the, get the receipt. My thing is, Larsa's not that famous. Mm-hmm. Larsa herself, like, it's like, what is she famous for? Being a hoe. Like, being friends with the Kardashians and being a home. She's 39, Lisa. (laughs) I just really wanted to get to the bottom because I'm like, okay, she's looking skeletal. (laughs) Um, I think Lisa looks good. She looks good in the body, but I'm saying, like, the face and the veins. I don't know why I love her face. It's it's just very like it's very fake. It I love how some people love the fake look. I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm not completely mad, but I'm just kind of like, it just doesn't look good to me. Like, on the Claremont twins, love it. Love it. I love it on the pics. I don't know if I love it in person. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, yeah, in person I might get scared. But. Th- that's what I'm, you know. Because um, <laughs> that's a lot. And since I'm psychic, I see that. That's what I'm saying, guys. Uh, then we talk about like we move on into the scene and they start to discuss. Um, Lisa does the problems that she's having with Lenny, um, or that she's had with Lenny, and. And he talked about the breakdown with Scotty, and it gets kind of emotional. Um, and she kind of talks about feeling alone and feeling really guilty. And that was something that really resonated with me, being a mother 
who, after many years, left the person who she was having a child with, there is a lot of guilt you take with that, just knowing how things will change, whatever that is and means to you personally and your dynamic. But when you understand family and you understand dynamics, um, you understand what that means to leave a family and what that will do to said dynamic. So I really did feel for her in that moment. And I and I got why she, he, she like burst down into tears. But I felt like that's kind of where, you know, it's not resolved. Because for me, I'm past the bursting into tears point. It's kind of like it happened. It's done with, you know, I've made yeah. peace with it. So that's why I feel she hasn't because of the way that the tears burst. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, just talking about it. Well, I mean... You know, so I feel like maybe she has a little more work to do around that leaving Scotty because it's been kind of recent, yeah. right? I How know. long has it been? Because she's been like, bopping with a couple men out in yeah, the streets. Yeah, it's not so. like she's been since she's been showing up the Kardashian probably like two or three years. Mm. Yeah, maybe but, now because the money train slowed yeah, down. Or... And then, but the thing is, they um like even yeah when she was saying it, pretty much she was even when she was telling Lisa it was it didn't there was nowhere like where she said she wanted to get divorced. Right. She was just like, he got really mean. Yeah. It started to be, a, like, a whole bunch of stuff that just piled up. So, and then... Yeah. Bobby ended up cheating on me, found out, wanted a divorce. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know how these rich people are? No, for real. And but I will give Larsa for transparency. Like, I'll give her her, her, her that credit. Like, because she really was transparent and honest about the whole situation. And, like... And... That's something I think that I personally didn't expect Yeah. When, with her coming back, especially after having, like, you know, been friends with the Kardashians, all that stuff. Like, I don't know, I expected her, like, she and she does have, like, you know what I'm saying, she, where she's trying to put on the facade, but you can see it. Yeah. It's not like right. Elisa Vanderpump, where it's like... You can't tell the facade yeah. from the person, <clears throat> yep. So true. You can true. see it, like, you can see, like, Larsa does have, she is a real person. Right, that is so true. That is so true, and that's what makes Larsa somewhat likable. But it's the putting on that makes her so dislikable. I think it's hilarious. Like when um, I like to watch her. I'll say that um, I like to watch Larsa. Like when, and I feel like she is very relatable. When Adrian, when at the last episode when they were at the dinner, and her faces were the funniest part of that dinner because <laughs> she was just staring. She was like, um, "What's going on?" Like, Larsa's funny. I think Larsa's funny. Yeah. But, like, she's also dumb. Like, she's, like, but Larsa, I feel like, is probably the one person I can be friends with. Like, Larsa and Lisa. I feel because like, they're probably, like, the realest. They just... I wonder, like, and this is, like, kind of a side note, kind of not. But I wonder who is the original, the originator of that personality type. Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel Paris started, but there's someone in the Kardashian clique that had to have brought it home. Somebody yeah. somebody went in. Somebody Kim. was home. It was Kim. But I want to know who Kim got it from. Paris Hilton. Right. Okay, we cracked the code right there. Because when I tell you that, the reason, because everyone always says, why do people get on the Kardashians and start talking like that? Yeah. Because her. they all talk like that. Because Kim brought it back, and it, it sounds so good that everybody's like, hey, exactly. I'm down for this. Why, exactly. why would I... Why would I talk like how I normally do when I can be calmer and talk and with the Kardashian? Paris because Paris Hilton puts on that, like, baby voice. Like, right. Yeah, like, that's hot. And I feel like Kim kind of fine-tuned it and made it not so baby, but more calm. Yeah, like, a little bit sexier. Yeah, very, like, yeah. 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 I think it was with Paris. She wasn't, I mean, she used to play dumb. And that was also a thing that the girls do now. It's like, play dumb and... Yeah. Um, Right, exactly. So yeah, um, <laughs> I mean that whole personality, like right. I mean it, it's a whole thing. It's it's very that is a very, I can say interesting thing to me that whole thing. But that's a discussion for another day, another time, another place. Right. Um, but we move on in the scene from that to Snooze Fest Nicole and Anthony. <sighs> And her husband. And her partner. Her partner, partner, Anthony. Um, They talk about the fact that they're foodies. And, you know. Was it something at that restaurant and he ordered all that food? Yep. They were definitely like, they had the monkeys. 
it's giving Teresa and Joe for a season. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Teresa. Do not come. I love Teresa. You know that. But it's giving Teresa and Joe, uh, you know, season one of exactly. New Jersey. Which we didn't know then, but we know now. Which is, uh, like, you know, you just moved on up, basically. You got a quick loan. And basically a modern day PPP. Right. And you and your husband came up real quick. Right. And y'all was ready to buy everything. Um, like, and unless he's like a lawyer for drug dealers or something. A, well, he's a pilot. So pilots do get the bribe. He's, I must a, say. he's an attorney, too. Attorney, pilot, like you know, more pots he's you're not, in, more money really, you're taking like, home. He's not a pilot. I mean, he's just he just has his license, probably for the plane. Oh. So you you know, once you get your license, you're a pilot. Oh. I don't think that's just like profession. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It could be, but I mean, why would you be a pilot when you could be an attorney? Yeah, I wonder what his profession is. If you he's know, an anyone ever listens, please let us know what his profession is. Um, and <laughs> I, I forget what type of attorney because I'm like, how does he? Because when they were on the boat, she's like, he's an attorney. So, uh, yeah. And he was talking about getting another boat. And I was like, what type of attorney is he? It's going to be very Erica Girardi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my now, god. Now I'm like, now I'm watching it all. You know, like, after after we've been duped. Like, because first of all, like, you think these people have all this money. And then come to find out, the scammer's just like the rest of us. No, seriously. And it was funny how he was kind of like, I want my art. Like, right. Yeah, that, that's where I felt like they was, like, my boy was being real 100 with it. He was like, oh, I mean, did we, did we, or did we not pay for that? I mean, mm. where is it? My girl was like, oh, she wants to deliver it personally. Basically, you know, right. another way to say that it wasn't ready and <laughs> she'll bring it when she can. Um, and they kind of get into, you know, talking about everybody. Nicole, this is where I kind of feel like we first start to see how messy she is. Like, it, it's like very blatant. How like, official, yeah, cause officially Marisol, messy. Marisol, gave, Marisol said it and I've been waiting because she hasn't really like. Even when she's released, she hasn't popped off at the mouth. Mm-hmm. But when she gets with that man of hers. Right. And we all know how that could be. We are kikiing with your man and you're spilling the tea. And But it very much was cringy and it didn't hit right and it didn't feel right. And it just wasn't given what's supposed to have gave at all. I do not like Nicole. I want her off the show immediately. <laughs> if I was a producer, she would be getting her pink slip she's midseason. so boring. I'd be grabbing like, her by the t-shirt out of there. When, like, I'm not saying, like be over the top but first of all if you put a camera in front of me i'm going okay <laughs> i'm going off but like all right i know not everybody's like that but it's like why be on a show knowing you don't have the personality that people want to see like what made you sign up for it? like because what you're an anesthesiologist and you wanted to talk about like your dad leaving you and going to jail like that was really your whole motivation like what Cause you're not even a wife. You don't want to be a wife. You don't want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> not coming for the wife. I, like, you don't, don't want to be a wife. wife so it's, yeah. What are you doing, honey? Like, and then it's like when you're around the girls, you're mad boring. Like you're like mad boring. Yeah, she falls into the background. Yeah, like you can barely even. You're like, oh. And then, but then your storyline's boring. You and your man are boring. Yeah. What else is uh? What else is there about you? Like, what made you sign up to be on Housewives? What makes you relevant? Right. Even, like... And just um, nothing. What's her name? Like, uh, like uh, Tiffany. She... Tiffany from Dallas. T- with Tiffany the, Moon. Yeah, Tiffany Moon from Dallas. That, that was her first season. She joined. She's an anesthesiologist. She was getting those girls together. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was... <laughs> she was yeah, she... Oh, a- she, she was, her presence was very much known. Yes. Like, one way or the other. So, it wasn't, like... Anything, yeah, and that's the this thing. This one's just so boring. Like, <laughs> this is just so not fun. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you right now, it's funny because I, I am a true believer that you either have the personality for reality TV or you don't. You know what I mean? Like, there's no in between. Either you're enjoyable to watch or not. Right. Either you're funny or you're not. Either you're entertaining or you're not. Even you know, confessionals. And I feel like boring. it's not, 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 not all across the board. And I mean, it felt inappropriate her talking about everybody to her husband. She's talking about her dad yet again. Um, clearly trying to make a, a thing a thing. Um, and, you know. Doing like with my dad. Yeah, it's like, my dad. Um, the relationship with my son. 
you know and it's just it's just it's crazy i wanted to be better i mean they're eating good though i must say he did have about 12 entrees on there no, and 16 he, drinks and 25 appetizers and i was like okay doing how i like to do my man get what we want um you know and so you know i did like to see that we move on to the next scene and it is alexia and todd at home and i thought it was really funny because frankie was just like i want money mom like, <laughs> you know what i mean not to make fun of him or anything like that but it was just that a was funny, funny moment you know what i mean for him when he just kind of was like give me the money because she was like what she has interns she doesn't pay right and todd was like you don't pay them right exactly she's like what like you know it's like like if frankie came to work or something he was like i would want the money like he's <laughs> like i want money mom i need that bread yeah that was really hilarious um but they're basically all kind of together you get to see their dynamic uh peter comes over and you can tell everybody's just very much um trying to be nice and uh very much walking on eggshells they talk about the wedding a little bit again peter he's just very cocky and annoying and just you know he's just very red flaggy it's like that good person alexia who was just like oh please oh alexia why oh alexia my thing is I like Peter. I mean, you like Peter? Yeah. How you like Peter? We was just not liking Peter well, 15 minutes ago. Did I ever say I didn't like Peter? Well, I don't know that we said we didn't like him, but we said he was kind of like... Doofy. I mean, he is. He's, but I like Peter. Overall? I, like, I don't. Yeah. He's not bad. Like I think He's, he's just so annoying and cocky. I think he does have a cocky way about him. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute that, but like, I like him. Okay. It's not like well, you know, like you have you have a very um. Guys that would just, you know, oh, I oh, I'm sorry. This is Peter. I thought we were talking about Todd. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah, Jason. Todd, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Peter. Jerk. But Peter did seem very uh. I mean, Todd did seem uh very cocky and annoying. I I'm saying Peter this whole time. Oh, had it written god. down wrong in my notes. Oh god. Um, but yeah, very cocky and annoying. So basically, forget what I just said, guys. Mm. Um, and <laughs> and we move on, and of course, we get to the point that we were all kind of waiting to see, which was the Peter and Todd talk. Um, <laughs> and when I say he expressed, I mean he held nothing back. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> he sat down, and at first, it seemed to be going quite well. It seemed like things were going okay, and then at a certain point, he just let him have it and just was very point blank to the period of how he felt and expressed his upset and just kind of things such as you know it's a 24-hour job you know this sort of thing and i thought like frankie um kissing alexia and like not anything sexual at all guys but uh you know just as a son will do with his mother and holding each other while they would kind of watched on that was like really a cute moment in the as they first started talking And they, you know, they're kind of like crying together and holding each other. I'm just thinking, this is like a telenovela, I'm telling you. Like, Alexia, it's a trip. Um, but it was a very sweet moment. Um, but he really did dig into him. My thing is, I'm I'm glad Alexia stood up for him, too. Yeah. Because regardless, like Peter was saying, I've done all that. I've shaved his armpits. I've done all that. Like, I've wiped his ass when he went to take a shit in the toilet whatever like i've done all that and okay it's you because you've been doing it the last two years you know what i'm saying yeah you you all of a sudden like don't and for him to be like oh you're a loser you're gonna end up in jail da, 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 da. He, could, like, he yeah that's crazy and then for you to, and then he never apologized for it he was like oh he kind of did he was like well my delivery may be off but you know it did get some results like, bro, because I wasn't talking to you. Like, it's because I wasn't coming over at all. Like, it wasn't cause because anything of, really changed in my attitude. Exactly. Anything, you made it worse. Like, you can't talk to people like that and then expect results. That's what really upsets me. Because it's like, and then he had no remorse about it. Like, so he, he'll, like, he'll 100% do it again if you piss him <laughs> off. Like, 100%. I don't know why, but so I just now, but yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> will do it again. <laughs> And it's crazy because, um, you know, for those who didn't watch, you know, 
right after the hugging and crying together Frankie and Alexia did, she runs right in there to dis- defend the her son in the <clears> conversation <throat> that she's have he's having with her fiance. Um, and his one of his main points of contention contention was the smoking weed and I and the fact that um, the brothers were smoking together and that Peter was smoking with Frankie and it's not right. And at at one point, he actually has the nerve to turn to Alexia and say, tell me what you do to help him. And I thought that was especially disrespectful. And that's why my girl proceeded to go off. And they basically jumped him Mm -hmm. (laughs) verbally uh, throughout the exchange. And um, and then you (laughs) do. And and again, this is another turning point, right? Because she did say, what do you do? And he then replies, he's not my son. And that, to me, is the number one indicator you are with the wrong person right. you're not meant to be with when right. you have a kid and you're dating on these streets. Right. Okay? I can't say it any clearer or any louder. Leave. Exit stage left. If they're talking like that, you're right. it's just, it's not a good match. Or it, it may not be, I should say. Because it's just so much... It just spoke volumes to me as to how detached she really is from, like I say, her kids. And it really is about just Alexia. You know what I mean? And she does have an older one, but she also has another one that will never probably leave the house. Right. So you really have to know when dealing with her, it's like taking on a baby or an infant or whatever, wherever he kind of leaves that. I wouldn't say baby, but, you know, whatever. Someone who is of a challenge, you know, right? Um, cognitively or whatever the case may be. Um, and, um, he then calls her an enabler, Alexia, she gets upset, of course, and in the end, they're able to kind of, like, turn things around, you know what I mean? Does not apologize for any of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't, doesn't, but what's funny is Alexia, at one point, like, she starts crying, and she's like, because for everything and anything, and this is not any major shade to Alexia. I love you, Alexia, if any reason you ever listen to this. But what I will say is it's just very ridiculous in the sense that she's... They're in the middle of the argument. And no matter what kind of argument, if it goes to anything about the... like, It always comes back to the kids and what happened to Frankie. Mm. And, you know, like, it always does. And it's not... Mm. It's a horrible thing, but it really didn't... And they were talking about, again, the fact that her fiancé was upset that her son was smoking weed. Uh, Peter was smoking with Frankie, right? My girl, at one, well, Peter, because now he's so conditioned to it. You know, he's just like, my mom, she's been taking care. She never gets any time for herself. Instantly, Alexia busts up crying. My girl was just like, I never do. Exactly. We've been working. Exactly. Like, all these years, nobody. Just me and my kids. You know what I mean? In my sleep. I cry in my sleep. <laughs> and, um, and it's funny because he's instantly like, that's not what we're talking about. You can just tell he's seen it and heard it a thousand times. He's just like, shut it down. <laughs> Back to the matter again. My girl instantly stops crying because, of course, she's caught in the act. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Am I wrong, Jay? Let me, stop me if I'm wrong at any point. Um, but what I can say is it was a trip. They were ganging up on our future husband. <laughs> they wanted to fight Todd. Uh, you know what I mean? And Todd was ready. He was like, bring it on. Cause I'm gonna fight you back. I mean, no, no. another indicator. I mean, there were so many red flags in that situation. Um, but you one. You do love a man who stands up for himself. Yeah, serious. And, and with one thing I can say with teenage boys I feel like that day always comes, no matter how good the kid. There just comes that toe-to-toe, I am a man, you're a man, let's, like, put our horns, like, freaking anklets together, whatever, antlers, like, animal beasts, I don't know. They just buck. Um, And so, you know, kind of as things go on uh, in the conversation, um... They just kind of talk more about just the fact that he's talking down on the on our kid. And, you know, and one thing I thought was interesting was Peter at one point says, like, you've said the most horrible things to me. You said stuff that's like you cut deep. Like, you know, you don't just get mad. You get like nasty. And I thought that was 
one of those things that you hear and you say, this isn't going to work. You know what right. I mean? As good as a mother that Alexia is, I hate to think that she is kind of making excuses or accepting behaviors that just don't align with her character specifically. Because she, her, her character, she has shown she that she's a great is, mother. But she is an enabler. But she's a woman. Like but she's a woman too. And yeah. that's where that comes into play. And it's like, all right, well, Peter, you don't live here, right? You're my son, but you don't live here. And... I, me and this man, it, he feels like the one. But within the, that dynamic, it just doesn't work. But I feel like she's allowing stuff that she's going to later on regret because he's of not course. worth it. Of course, you know. When you enable people, there's a, with Peter, she does it. With Todd, she's going to do it. Like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then and that's what happens. When you allow people to enable you, when you're enabled, easily enabled, it's not hard. You always end up in some BS. Because you, okay. you've then, you know, you're enabled, you've done this, you've done this as a person, they don't really see it as it's kind of their condition. So that's what you're supposed to do now, is enable me. That's your role, is you are my enabler. Like, But they don't... Put on the jacket. Yeah, no, honestly. Period. Yeah, I very much agree with that. Um, and I just felt like it was a, a lot of it was a good message, uh, but very much wrong delivery. Horrible delivery. Um, and somehow they hugged in the end. <laughs> and then they all, at the end of all that, they actually hugged. And um, it seemed like everybody was kind of like kumbaya in that moment. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's dysfunctional as heck. No, Already. No, no, off the no. gate. Just off the running. Just beginning of the race, dysfunction. No. And there's always going to be some dysfunction in situations. Yeah. But especially when it's your third marriage. I don't know about dysfunction. D- uh, disharmony. Um, disagreement. But dysfunction... That's a specific, that's a specific lane. Yeah. That isn't found in healthy situations. It's not, but I mean, you're always, there's always some level, there's different levels of it. Right? Yeah. So there's always some level of dysfunction in, within ourselves, within, so right. it's, and you have Very to. Very true. Especially narrating relationships, even raising children, you have to deal with their emotions, your, your emotions, your emotional reactions to their it's all, and then when you try to tie all that together and then blend the family, mm-hmm. it ends up with a little bit of dysfunction. Not everybody's perfect. Situations always aren't going to be as they should, but I think you should try to work towards that in the healthiest way possible. Yes. But a lot of people don't always have the same mindset. So it's also something you have to work around. Very true. And just for the sake of it, I actually looked up the definition of dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it is to deviate from the norms of social behavior in a way regarded as bad. That is regarded as bad. So for those who are wondering and didn't know, such as, I mean, I felt like I had a general knowledge. and It it lines up, but we got to the bottom of it tonight. So I am in agreement with you, Jay. I was ready to be like, nope, because... But I couldn't do that tonight. So we're going to leave you with that. Uh, until next time. Jay, we're doing it. I mean, god dang it. We're going to go... We're going up. We're going up. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Mm-hmm.